What is your best graded school basketball memory? That's <laughs> that's fucking random. There's too many. There's too many. My best graded. That's a very specific. So best elementary school. Yes. Basketball memory. Um, I asked because I went over to Ryan Sargent's because they're having a party for Kaylee's graduate uh, graduate birthday. So and we were talking about our graded school graded days. School days. So um, best moment. My best moment. I was actually, that's funny you asked because I was thinking the other night about a game. I don't remember it, but you said I have a score to team, apparently. Yeah, it was like your sixth. And that's not a flex, but you know. It was like your sixth grade year, I think. You had like sixth third. Sixth grade, damn. Or something like, you were getting coached, I don't remember. You were getting coached by Susie, so it wasn't your eighth grade okay. year. Okay. So, and you had like 38 and Coventry had 35 <laughs> or something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something I would do. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't remember. So let me think of one one that I can remember that's top. I'll take your word for that happened because yeah. that seems like a vivid memory. So that's probably <laughs> that's probably up there. But let me think of a specific one. The most memorable one that I've told a million times, and I don't know if I want to tell it right now, is the time <laughs> the time I broke a kid's. I forget if it was his femur or tibia. I think it was his tibia. But yeah, I shattered a kid's tibia, fibia, whichever it was, shattered it. That was, it's as gross as it sounds. Yeah. Um, it was, it was gross. It was <laughs> gross. I was Were there. you there for that? I was you there. Were? So you I were, was there. That's crazy. You've been young. Um, but that's the most memorable one for sure. The best one. Um, okay. So this is a random ass one, but this is probably like, this would be my favorite one to tell aside from the broken leg one. Mm-hmm. So. We're getting kind of blown out this game. Um, I think this is my sixth grade year. We're getting blown out and whatever. And it was a rough game, as uh, middle school games can be. You know, physical. And the refs, I don't know. I'd imagine it's pretty hard when you got, like, whether it's middle school girls or boys. Like, yeah. when they're getting really competitive, they don't know when to stop kind of thing. So, yeah. I'd imagine. So, it's probably getting a little out of hand. They probably had it in control as far as, like, if there was going to be a fight or anything. But mm-hmm. it was getting physical. And... Colby's older brother Chris shows up to the game and this was like his first year playing basketball it was his 8th grade year so it was his last year and the only year he ever played yeah he lived you know you know where this is but like right at four corners from the school so not even 35 seconds maybe a half mile from the school okay he shows up I'm not kidding with like two or three minutes left in the fourth quarter comes through that gym door you know yeah random and we're like okay and uh, Susie, our coach at the time, puts him in. <laughs> Just puts him in. Wild like, for putting him in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> like. I don't know why. Hey, he was you didn't in the show game. for the game. Well, you can play here. You you made the trip. You made the twenty second trip. Up I've, I have no idea why she actually put him in the game, but she did. I guess she figured what the hell. And I'm not kidding. If it wasn't his first play, it was his second. This bigger dude on their team, because Chris is probably like six foot one. He's like a bigger, bigger dude, you know. Yeah. And. Uh, we're playing a kid who happened to be probably like, I don't know, six two, which is big for this area. And he was like an eighth grader. And I think he just like fouled one of our smaller dudes pretty hard or something like that. And maybe it didn't get called. I don't mm-hmm. know. But Chris inbounds it, stares this dude down as soon as the ref goes on the ball. <laughs> I don't even know if he looked where he passed it, just passes it off, charges right at the dude and just shoves him like gives him a hard two-hand forearm shove like to the chest <laughs> and then i was behind him the big kid yeah and so he kind of like went into me and i'm 
you know, like you're if I'm s- fifth and sixth grade, I'm tiny. You're as kid. small. So I mean, he somehow didn't. He didn't. Didn't crush your leg. Push me. You know, what I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, didn't crush me, but. That's probably the most memorable one because it's one like I kind of buried, like I just yeah. don't remember. It's one of those like, oh yeah. He got kicked out of that game, didn't he? Yeah, he just got instantly ejected, and, and then the game was walked. over one minute later. Probably. Did he stay for the end? Probably, yeah. I okay, think I wasn't ran. sure. I mean, I don't remember. That would have been even more hilarious if he came in, played, like was there in the building for like two full building minutes, and then left. I remember. <laughs> I remember we're like, "What the hell?" And he was like, "Yeah, he's like, you shouldn't have been shoving such and such like that," and we're like. You just barely okay. got here. But got, we, that's an A-plus teammate, though, we appreciate so for that. It. We appreciate you, Charles Oakley. <laughs> yeah, right? He handled business, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I, another good story to tell might be, I got a few. Like, I got more coaching ones than yeah. player ones, I would say, as far as that are, like, funny. And, like, the time the time I got kicked out coaching you guys, that was a... Hilarious. That's, that's like, one of the only times, like, I, it takes a lot to get me bad. I was very clearly pissed. Yeah. That's like I think that's the last time. That's the maddest I've probably ever been. Which I don't know. That might say a lot. But. Yeah. Um. For me, my best memory or my best moment probably was a game against Cyrusburg. This also my best moment probably came with like one of my best elementary elementary school games, which also came with my most mad I've ever been in a game all in one. Because my best moment probably was hitting like a shot from about half court to three quarters court mm-hmm. to end the quarter. I had like 21 that game. I was I was playing very well. Clearly, I just had... So I was rolling and that was probably my fondest moment hitting that shot. Because I had mm-hmm. like six or seven buzzer beaters that year. But that one Bragging. was like... Whatever. <laughs> there were, a lot of them were just like jumpers at the end of a quarter. But that one was actually kind of, and it was a pivotal one because that put mm-hmm. us like I think up two, maybe. But tournament game. Tournament game. And okay. this is my last game I ever played as oh, a, shit. Okay. in eighth grade. So this is my last. So we want to, I want to obviously go out with a win. We're like one game from the finals. This game ended in controversy, right? Yes. I was there, yeah. Because shout out to Austin Robers, friend of mine. At the end of a game, he absolutely hacked me because I had to shoot. I had to shoot from about half court again. I didn't even get the ball halfway there. Didn't mm-hmm. even get so clearly. I just showcased that I could like knock him weak. Hacked me across the arms. To this day, he's like, "Yeah, I, I don't know how they didn't call." How it. close was the ref to this play? The ref was probably about a good two feet away from the play. So he either missed or just didn't want the game. He to just, end. I just either didn't want to end with me going to the line and making free throws and winning the game, or he didn't want the, or he just didn't his angle didn't see it. I pretty much got ejected for that exact reason. Not to that's the main. No, hook he, of the no story, but that but. was my story. But mm-hmm. yeah. That was probably that was the most mad with my probably top three best game coupled with my best moment most likely. And it was, I can think of one other moment when you were probably your most mad that wasn't that was later in your like um, in high school AAU tournament was it? Yeah, a certain timeout called. Oh. But that's for another day. We can have random people oh on to tell random ass go- stories. Yeah. Maybe we'll ask John when he honestly. Uh, we I was gonna say I just thought about we could talk about random basketball stories for five hours. <laughs> I definitely, like enough. I said, on the coaching side, I definitely have more than a few that are funny to me. You know, yeah. Um, but Tips especially with yeah, players practice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had some like our the two years I coached you guys in AAU were 
interesting. pretty entertaining. I would say they're pretty they're entertaining. Interesting. I mean, nothing, nothing too wild, but they were fun. enough stories and random player like practice squads. Like that was a you guys had some good practices. I'll say yes. that some wild practices, but yeah, yeah. Speaking of basketball, I don't know if you've seen this, but there's like. The NBA is officially coming back, even though it's quick background. So there's there's players, there's prominent players who are against coming back, like Kyrie Irving and Avery Bradley. Those are the two leaders of this movement to not come back to the NBA. Yeah. Bubble site at Disney World, Orlando, mm-hmm. Florida. 22 teams fighting for 16 team spots in the uh, in the playoffs. Wait, are they they're going are they going east and west? Or are they just I believe going? so. Oh, I okay. believe so. Okay. I'm not sure if they even got that figured out yet, but I believe so. But there's, I think I saw maybe 180, maybe it was less, but I believe it was 180, maybe it was 80, but it was a large sum of players who were against coming back, led by Kyrie and Avery Bradley. Yep. So there's that. So what might end up happening is, well, what will end up happening is like if Kyrie and all of them don't come back is the NBA will come back and the players who need to be, you know, allotted for they're just gonna have to dig into like a free agent pool, like you know, people like Nate Robinson, J.R. Smith, players which, like that, which, will, which is gonna be weird, but it almost actually make it more interesting. Well, I mean, yeah, for the most part, they're not gonna, or at least the two players you named, I don't know exactly who is, is not gonna make too much of a difference because KD's not coming back, and with that, then the Nets aren't gonna mm-hmm. go anywhere. So that's I'm gonna fine. guess Avery Bradley I mean, is more a- important just because he's kind of a sem- like a semi important piece on the championship contender and i think it's mostly it must mostly be role players that the only two names you've heard is kyrie and avery bradley yeah but, like avery you know, bradley wouldn't be the second name out if like say kevin durant wasn't or like but i'm Ka- Kawhi wasn't wanting to come back those are the two most outspoken about it and yeah i mean if it's that many role players it's gonna be you know it'll be necessary to replace you know that's oh yeah gonna take some sure. rhythm away whatever whatever but you know, it'll be interesting. It's the fact that it's that amount of players. That's almost half the league you got to figure when you already take away mm-hmm. the eight teams that aren't coming. Yeah. Um. So to that, you know, it's going to it will be a big deal. It'll be interesting to see what the rosters are when they come back. I was more interested in, however, what they released yesterday, which was. A, I mean, I don't know. I've never been to Disney World. But Neither like, have I. They released what hotels like the top teams, top teams get the best hotels. The mid tier teams get the next allotted hotels mm-hmm. and the lower seeds. Teams like the teams fighting for the spots. Yeah. They got the worst, Pelicans, which I don't know what Blazers. that means, but everyone's compared it to basically a professional AAU tournament, which is exactly what it sounds like, which they also released. Go ahead. I was going to say, which in a way I think will be kind of cool. Definitely. Just because, I mean, obviously it's still the NBA and it's still the playoffs, but I wonder mm-hmm. if like, you're cert- I mean, obviously, people are going to take it clearly seriously like they take any AAU team or AAU tournament serious. But I wonder if people are going to almost play a little bit more laid back because, like, coaching almost goes out the window, I feel. Well, I'd say coaching is more important if you got no fans there. Well, I don't... It's coaching's important, and I hear... But I almost feel because I don't think you have real all that much time to... I mean, you have time to prepare, but I feel like it's just going to be so weird that you like you don't know how to coach it, in a sense. I mean, I would—they're professionals, so I would say. I mean, if there's anyone more equipped 
to co- do this than them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Them. So I, I think mean, they'll be more important. I think coaching is going to be more important than it would be in the playoffs period. You know, and I think coaching in the playoffs was already pretty important compared to the regular season. Um, so I think coaching will be more important, especially given the circumstances. I think if you got if you got like top tier talent, I think that's gonna put you over the edge. And I think that gives you an edge over a team like for instance, maybe the I can't say the Celtics because they have Toronto. Toronto, yeah. Whereas and even them, they're pretty talented. Celtics have more like elite level prospects that can be talent, yeah. like raw talent. So yeah, like a team like the Raptors that hurts, whereas the Lakers, who if this was everything was going well as well as the Lakers were doing, I always kind of thought their bench would hinder them a hinder little them, yeah, yeah. And like because they don't have the greatest shooting of teams. So I I don't know how like what their lineup would have looked like late in games. Yeah. But now with you know all that going out the window, all the rhythm and everything going out the window, having LeBron and AD that gives you an advantage already. You know, you're gonna, so, you're gonna most nights have two of the two best players or have two of the three best players at right. worst. You're gonna where have, that also benefits the Clippers, where they got Kawhi and Paul George because they'll have two of the three and on a, most nights, or sometimes two of the two, and then a deeper roster around them. Yeah. So you know the Clippers will be dangerous. It'll be interesting, and I I can't wait to see what the product looks like on TV. I hope I heard they're gonna pump in 2K crowd noise, which is. Sounds stupid, really. They need to not. Do I don't know that. how that's gonna. I don't know how they're gonna react to like a big made shot. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, in the game. it's not gonna be loud would, enough to what. It's I would rather to be. them not do that at all. Like I don't. I just hope we hear what the players are saying on the court. Most, yeah. most importantly. But what caught my attention was besides the hotels that they released, they released the amenities that the mm-hmm. players will have. Yep. And I'll read them off to you. So they got players only lounge, which includes two K. TVs and gaming. Yep. Pool, trails, barbers, manicures, pedicures. 24-hour okay. VIP concierge. I believe okay. that's how, is that how you say it. Concierge, yeah. Daily entertainment, which involves movie screenings, DJ sets, <laughs> video games, ping pong pool, lawn games. Lawn games. Yeah, and then this is the big one, or another big one, I should say, is players can attend other games. So you can have... There's not going to be fans there, but there will be players, so... But you're going to have... See, if I'm a player, so I'm Joel watching the, every game. <laughs> I'm watching every have, game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think most... That's what's going to be hard. I don't know how they're going to have all those players in there. So they're going to have to limit it because... Shit, Joel Embiid's going to be on the sideline just like talking a whole bunch of shit to every, every big man. I think... I think that's going to be good because I think you're going to have like a natural crowd noise from... It's going to be like a much more like... Raw? Raw pickup atmosphere. Like, especially if it is just like you got... Your peers on the sideline just talking shit. That you all, could be you good. also want to show out more. Probably, the, yeah. Well, I mean, kind of like how All Star Weekend is. Yeah, because like I would rather. I mean, obviously, you want to do it for your fans because like they, but they're gonna love you regardless. I mean, they could be whatever. It's a love hate, but they're gonna love you. Like I'm gonna want to go impress LeBron James, or like I'm gonna have more pride in when LeBron James is just watching and he's like there, the mm-hmm. only one watching, compared to just some random guy named Jeff. Mm-hmm true very true very true uh and back to Kyrie and I think we mentioned it last time yeah part of it due to I believe the lesser players who will not have a chance you know they don't really have as much say Mm -hmm. mixed with obviously the Black Lives Matter it's more than that civil rights movement really you know yeah 
but yeah, what ca- caught my eye the most was a the DJ sets, and then the long games. I would I would want access to, like, what long games are they gonna be playing? Like ping pong. I would take access to all of that. See, like, who's actually good at these dumbass long games? Like pool, ping pong. But like long games, like cornhole and shit, like. That'd be hilarious. Frisbee, this, like what? Froth? I don't know what the uh, hell. Can jam, like, bottom, even, like, it's going. Is that? That's going to be shoes. hilarious. Yes. On, and then DJ sets. I would want to see like with the mix, mix of like all the other players. You know what I mean? Like, what, what do they actually listen to? And like, will they, will they kind of cater to every NBA player? You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to. Th- this is by no means has anything to do with race, but like I've just throwing out a name. I would want to see maybe what Aaron Baines would do. Sorry, spider on the ground. I don't want to see maybe what Aaron Baines would do when like a young thug song comes up or like, you know, it has nothing to do with race or but Jimmy like, Butler. You mean, or more so <laughs> like Jimmy Butler's a country through and through. Yeah. He seems like country, like, Again, it has nothing to do with race, but like, what would I don't know, like Eric Spolstra? <laughs> Not yet. Yeah, like what's <laughs> what are they what's called? Mike? What's Mike Malone gonna think of the playlist? You know? Like, yeah. It's, it's, or if the Pelicans make it, or no, actually they'll be there anyways. Alvin Gentry gonna love it when the Alvin Z-Wall, Gentry probably will love it, but well, it all depending on what's going on on what's played. It'll be interesting to see like what playlists are actually put on there. By the way, before we go, uh, I'll say the people are excited about your blind date. Okay. I mean, it's only been, I think, what, two days now in between, so... 48 hours, first 48, 48. hours, so... Yeah, we don't have we don't have candidates yet. I could get some candidates personally, because, you know, all I have to do is, you know, whatever, but... There's no, there's no field yet. There's so no fan favorites yet? No fan favorites, um, and, you know, I've... Haven't had a chance to talk with his team. I haven't assembled a team yet, too. I'll probably assemble a team between like our group of friends, and I'll find a good little little team to get together. Uh, I also want to bring up. Should have mentioned this at the beginning when you brought up basketball. We, by the time we come back and record next time, we will have played a two-on-two game with some high stakes to it. So we got family coming up, and we have this. The details I'm gonna give is we got. A high stakes pride, and pride, and pride and everything else on the line. Some money, more money than you'd think on a two on two game. Me and Keenan verse one of our uncles, as well as one J of our cousins. J squared, we call him in the streets. Yeah, right. Both named John. Um, and they got a distinct height advantage. I'll say that, and that's the only thing I'm worried about. I hope my jumpers fall in, um, because I'm gonna get killed on the boards. I know that. I think we. I think they got the advantage on the boards. Yeah. So hopefully by the time, like if we come back, I don't know whether it's Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, whenever we record next, hopefully we walked away with the W and, and the prize money. Um, but yeah. The amount will be letting known later on. I'll be, yeah, I might keep that hush hush, but, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I'll have to give it playoff ever, you know? Because, uh, I mean, either, even then I'm still not trying to get watched by two players who haven't played in a while, probably. Um, 
but I, th- I would give us the advantage in that, regardless we have of the, the height. We have so, the advantage in that. You know, I'm not looking. I'm advantage. not looking at any losses, but I mean, no. the rebound battle is going to be a challenge. I'll say that. I'm not expecting to lose, but I think we're all right. We're good. So yeah, blind date. Hopefully, we'll have we'll have we'll definitely have more of an update on that by the next time we record. Mixed with maybe more middle school basketball memories. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Mixed with the results of this two on two. So. Me and Keith, the Warner Brothers podcast, basically, versus John Squared. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. You got anything else to add? I'm good. I'm good. Excited for this game. Excited to see mom. Excited to see yeah, the relatives. Yeah, definitely, definitely good to see family. It's going to be a beautiful rest of the week, so that'll be cool. Yes. Um. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm ready to win. I'm ready to win. Ready to enjoy some sun, all that. So uh, Warner Brothers, we'll be back. Be easy, everybody.